TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Oh, yeah, here it is. He's back. That's right. He's back, everybody. Patrick O'Dowd, back in the saddle after a little bit of a hiatus to do the bowling. Back for Chair Shot Radio. Back for Hockey Talk. Back with his good friend, David Ongar. Excited to be back with his good friend, David Ongar. Dave. Did you miss me? You, you had Kyle on last week, and you, you shifted into some WrestleMania talk, but you did talk some hockey as well. But did you miss me? Did you miss me? Always miss you, man. You know, I, I feel oh, I feel funny. like I just recorded with you, just literally, I don't know, yesterday or something. You know, it, it just feels that. I way. mean, maybe, maybe I, I might be I might be doing some I, recording on some other other projects, I'm as just, they would say. I'm disappointed that you know you you actually had to come back to work. That you didn't just bowl perfect games and retire. Oh man, let me tell you, tournaments are brutal, and uh, lane conditions are a real thing. And it was all or nothing in my in my city bowling tournament experience because, like, I was I. Yeah, there's basically three tournaments, right? There's teams, there's doubles, and there's singles. And in teams, I bowled my average, basically. I, I did my job. Uh, one of my other teammates did his job, bowled really, really well. And then the other two guys shit the bed. And then doubles comes along. And on doubles, I was terrible. Just terrible. Like, we got the we got the posted results for, for teams and doubles, and out of like 40 some teams, we finished like 45th. Like we weren't last, but we were pretty damn close. And then in doubles, me and my partner, terrible all over again, weren't last, but we certainly were far from first. And then my individual tournament comes up and I bowl a 655 series, which is, you know, the combined score of three games added up to 655. In my division, that was good enough for me to take second place. So I had a good individual tournament but i was not a team player at the uh, at the mass tri-county usbc uh, city tournament uh, a couple weeks ago hey sometimes you gotta watch out ago. for number one man that's that's what it's all about yeah i was i was looking after me i wish i could say that that's what the secret was and that i was just really holding back so we are recording here on saturday april 16th the playoff scenario not quite finished though as we are doing this recording Tons of scenarios for a few teams to clinch. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We did have a loss, uh, a passing in the in the hockey community as well. I figure we'll talk about that. And uh, who, you, who knows, relatively quick podcast maybe this week as, as we get there. Because you got things to do today. I do. What are you doing today? Uh, we are golfing today. We got a, uh, like I'm playing, like speaking of the tournaments, I'm playing in a tournament this week for my job. 
Um, and so two of the guys who are like, like, well, hold up, hold up. So like you're playing for your job. Does that mean like, if you lose, you lose your job, that'd be good. That, that, that would be interesting. It's just like squid game golf out here. (laughs) It's just a, it's like a tournament that a bunch of, uh, a bunch of insurance companies and stuff like that, they all get together and, and it's kind of a lot of mingling and stuff, but, uh, two of the guys who I'm going to be playing with this week wanted to get in a practice round, and they're actually coming down from Fresno to Bakersfield to play out at River Lakes, which is a very odd. It's the prettiest course in town, but it has all these cutbacks through residential areas and and uh, just some crazy sort of stuff like that. Like my nephew-in-law hit a couple shots off uh, somebody's lattice last time we were out there. So I think we've got like a running bet who's going to hit the houses first. I don't know why you'd want to wow. live on a fairway, but okay. Hey, I, I don't get it. My hometown, like they, they built a, a golf course and it's full of residential homes around the course as well. And it's, that's the hazard that you have when you live on the same property as a golf course. So I did forget to mention, you are listening to hockey talk on the chair shot radio network, part of the chairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Thank you very much, Amber. And we will jump into our first commercial break. And then we're going to talk about, as of today, Saturday, four teams looking to clinch and make it into the playoffs. And maybe we'll talk about Dave's team who hit a little bit of a roadblock. Okay, it was kind of a big roadblock shaped like a maple leaf the other day. And how they're how they're looking as they as they try to, you know, just maintain their their lead uh, on the last wild card spot uh, when we come back. And, and then in the back half, we'll talk a little bit uh, about some other news around hockey. So sit tight. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Hockey Talk on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com. That's right, Dave. I got it back. I hear that. Excellent. Uh, very excited to hear that. So as we sit here on noon on a Saturday around the NHL, by the time this airs, 
results will be out, and I think our playoff picture will probably be a bit more clear. As I can't imagine, we're going to talk about four teams that have an opportunity to clinch a playoff berth with the Flames, the Bruins, the Wild, and the Blues all in position to try and clinch. You also have Vegas trying to pass the Kings in the Pacific. And, you know, your Capitals were looking for their fifth straight victory, and now they're not. And now they're just looking to win five out of their last six. So why don't we start there? What happened to your Caps against Toronto, man? They didn't show up. They got out. They got outplayed. They got uh, goaltending issues reared their ugly head again. They just, um, I don't know, Toronto, a much better team than Washington. I think that's fairly evident from watching that game. Uh, they got better goaltending. Austin Matthews is is absolutely lighting it on fire this year. Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to get some clunker. I mean, what? You get that on the heels of a 9-2 to thrashing of the Flyers. And yeah, I know the Flyers are absolute garbage, but... Still, nine to two in twenty in this day and age is a pretty emphatic thrashing. So, and the Caps have been—they're the best road team in hockey right now. So, it was a little, well, a lot surprising to see them get destroyed like that. And uh, you know, I mean, Toronto's awfully good. You know, you get a handful yeah. of games like that. Every team has those clunkers every year. Um, you don't think well, you don't expect that in a the, situation like that, but you know. Here, here's the bright side. Here's the bright side. You are heading to Montreal. Montreal is not good. They're out of playoff contention, so they don't really have anything to play for. But Terry Price is playing now. Oh Jesus! Like, but they don't have anything to play for. Like, I, you are such. I love you. You are. You are fucking what's his name in Major League Two? Whatever the blow to the playoffs, Randy Quaid. You are Randy Quaid for the Washington Capitals. Here I am trying to pump you up. You have a thirteen point lead over the Islanders oh, yeah. for the second wild card spot. Like they're, you're in great points. They're going to make the. Playoffs. You're actually only you're only three points behind Boston for the first wild card. So the question for me is, who would you rather play in the playoffs? Like who who would you who would you rather be stuck with? Right now, uh, yes, sorry. in this moment on April on April sixteenth. Yes, yeah. sorry, Kyle, but I probably want to go with the Hurricanes over Florida because Florida's won nine in a row, um, and are just, yeah they're playing good hockey. Too. They are just running away with things, and, and I don't want anything to do with that team right now. Um, Carolina's in a dogfight with the Rangers just to win the division, so. I mean, both of those, and don't get me wrong, Carolina, New York Rangers, very good teams. Uh, Familiarity, familiarity is uh, a good thing for the Caps. They've played those teams a lot. They know what to expect from them. Florida, not so much. So I, I mean, I don't like their chances against any of them, but I think right now, if I had to pick, I'd say Carolina, just barely, because I think they've got a few more vulnerabilities than what I've seen from Florida for the past three weeks, basically. Yeah, fair enough. And that's what it's, it's all about matchups. Anyway, when you get to the playoffs, you want to, you want, it's just like the NCAA basketball tournament, right? You, you want teams that you match up well against. You want teams that maybe aren't playing their best hockey heading in as well. And that's, you know, that's what you start paying attention to as we, as we come into these five, you know, in the final weeks of the, of the regular season is you just, who's, 
who's playing well, who's getting hot at the right time. Uh, one team that is fighting for their playoff existence and has an opportunity today being one point behind the Los Angeles Kings for the third Pacific for third in the Pacific division and two points behind the Preds and stars for the two wild cards in the West are the Vegas Golden Knights. And they are playing Edmonton who are second in the position uh, in the Pacific seven points behind Calgary, four points ahead of the Kings Really, really important game for the Golden Knights. This is not what I expected out of Vegas this year. I did not expect them to be struggling to make the playoffs. Do do they get it done or are they done? David Ungar, I turn it to you. No, they'll get no, it. no, they'll it's completely dismissed. They'll get it done. Uh, and and you talk about teams so? that are playing really well right now. Vegas has been on a really good run. Their last six or seven game, not Florida level, but not far behind. Um, they're getting hot at the right time. They're probably getting a little bit healthy at the right time. I, I think that, you know, they're going to get in the playoffs. You got three teams that they could surpass the Kings, the Preds, the stars. I imagine one of those teams is going to falter enough for Vegas to get in. I mean, Vegas is kind of controlling their own destiny and I don't know the schedule. I mean, if they play the Kings down the stretch somewhere, there's, that's a four point swing right there. So, right, right. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I think, I think Vegas is playing well enough right now that they're going to catch somebody. I'd be really, I mean, I'm surprised that they're in this position. Yes. Uh, but I think, you know, they're a team that's getting hot at the right time. And I, I think they'll make it. Excellent. Okay. Uh, I want to believe, and yet they still haven't, they still haven't shown me. Uh, that they're going to do it. Well, yet, the I West is so the is... West. Like I think, like last week, Kyle and I were talking how the East is set. You know, I mean, they, I, right? I, yeah, yeah, right. But the like, West is all over the place. They've got we're, we're about team, to go into scenarios. It's gonna yeah, be one team is clinched out West. I mean, it's 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 right. crazy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we're going to stay in the East for a second because the Bruins, if they if they 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 have an opportunity to clinch a playoff berth, and it's as simple as. Like they're gonna clinch eventually. Like there's there's no real question here. They they need to get at least one point against the Pittsburgh Penguins. They play at twelve thirty on Saturday. Do like, they get their point? I like their chances. Pittsburgh's been a little bit up yeah. and down lately. Um, Boston right. too. Boston's been up and down lately as well. They've been struggling a bit. You know they were in third. Tampa's now past them. Um, you know I think Pittsburgh's already clinched, so they may start. You know taking their foot off the gas a little bit. I mean, they've got what a, I mean, a five point lead on Washington for third. So I think they're okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think Boston yeah, gets it. For Thank you. And I, do you think they get it on Saturday? Do you think that's when it happens? Yeah. Where are they playing Boston or Pittsburgh? Do you know? Uh, I do not see. It says, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me. It just says that they win and it shows me all the, uh, yeah. channels that they're playing on let, let me look at the on tap there's I'm an on tap section so oh they're Pittsburgh is at boston yeah, yeah they, get so it, boston, they get it done yeah all right yeah so let's move over to the hot mess that is the western conference and we're going to start with the colorado avalanche Ooh, the avalanche hold on. Will, will i just what? hold on i just noticed this we get a playoff preview today your boys Shh. we're not there yet <laughs> okay i, I, I look- have it all you're you're jumping you're jumping because that, that game is really, really important in yes. a bunch of ways. Okay. And I'm, I, I have this list of playoff scenarios mm. and, and the blues and the wild game is like the last one I want to talk about. So 
Western Conference, the Colorado Avalanche will clinch the top playoff seed in the Western Conference if they defeat the Carolina Hurricanes in any fashion. They play at 9 o'clock Saturday night. If they get or if they get one point against the Hurricanes and the Blues defeat Minnesota in any fashion. And that game is nationally televised. So, that you know, the St. Louis Blues and the Minnesota Wild will be on before the world at 3 o'clock uh, this past Saturday by the time you listen to it on ABC. And this one's a little this, – this, this is the caveat that's going to make this scenario not likely. So if they get one point against the Hurricanes and the Blues defeat the Minnesota Wild and – the Arizona Coyotes defeat the Calgary Flames in any fashion. That's a that's a little bit of a tall order. Um, the Colorado Avalanche will clinch the Central Division title if they defeat the Hurricanes in any fashion, or if they yeah, this is we just I just read this. They repeated it twice. Um, if they get one point against the Hurricanes and the Blues defeat the Wild in any fashion, Calgary Flames will clinch a playoff berth. That's what's next. Um, if they get one point against the Coyotes, which I think they'll do, or if the Columbus Blue Jackets defeat the Los Angeles Kings in any fashion, or if the Edmonton Oilers defeat the Las Vegas Golden Knights in regulation. So two teams, the Avalanche and the Flames, which one of those two do you think gets it done tonight? Do you think Colorado beats the Hurricanes tonight? You think they got, you think they got Carolina's number? I don't know, but I think that could be a Stanley Cup preview right there. I mean, and that's right, and it's in, it's in Colorado. It's in Colorado, so yeah, you got again, some, home ice helps. You got some really good stuff happening today. You got Boston, Pittsburgh, like you're saying. You got Minnesota, St. Louis playoff preview, nationally tele- televised game with a lot on the line because I think home again, ice. You keep you keep jumping ahead on me, man. I'm asking about these two games, oh. sir. These two games. Uh, we got Car- Carolina at Colorado, and we got Arizona at Calgary. Oh, yeah. I think you got Colorado playing at home. You got Calgary playing at home. Um, I think they both win. They hold serve. Um, Calgary clinches a berth. Yeah, that that part. Other stuff, I mean, that you mentioned, I don't know, man. <laughs> Kings and there's, Blue there's Jackets too, and There's stuff. too much. I think there's too much to happen yeah. at this point. Because, like, well, if they, defeat the, if they defeat the Hurricanes, then they clinch. Like they they clinched the top seed in the Western Conference, yeah. and they would also clinch the the Central. So if they beat, I think that's doable. I just think that's a tough tough task because it's, it's Carolina. It's going to be yeah. I mean I I that's the game that I would really like to see to kind of see how Colorado matches up against a team like Carolina who they may face for the Cup, um, because Carolina's got some physical presence and and that's kind of been Colorado's Achilles heel the past few years. So I want to see. How do you yes, match sir. up against these guys? Uh, you know, Calgary certainly should clinch a playoff berth tonight. The rest of it has got, you know, too many moving parts to really be confident in any of it. Right. All right. So now let's talk about moving parts. The game of the afternoon on Saturday the 16th is the Blues in the Wild. The Blues are going to Minnesota. So Minnesota has home ice. Both teams are in the midst of winning streaks. The Blues have won seven straight. Minnesota has won three straight. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko is coming off of a hat trick, uh, which if you had told me this was the, like Vladimir Tarasenko after all the contract woes and all the talk of trades, another 30 goal season for Vladimir Tarasenko. Ho-hum, whoop-de-doo, I'll take it. Uh, the Blues can score, they can't defend. 
the Minnesota Wild will clinch a playoff berth if they defeat the Blues in any fashion and either of the following occurs. The Blue Jackets beat the Kings, the Oilers defeat the Golden Knights in regulation, or if they get one point against the Blues and the Blue Jackets, defeat the Kings in regulation, then the St. Louis, uh, then, then, they'll, then they'll clinch a playoff berth. The Blues, on the other hand, clinch a playoff berth if they beat the Wild tonight. So if they beat the Wild in any fashion tonight, so whether it's OT, regulation, doesn't matter, they're, they're in. Or if they get one point against the Wild and either of the following occur, the Blue Jackets defeat the Kings in any fashion, to the Oilers defeat the Golden Knights in regulation, or if the Blue Jackets defeat the Kings in regulation. So if the Blues get a point and the, either of those other two scenarios happen, the Blues get in. The Blues have the easier path if they just win. That, that's that's it. Just win, um, and, and you and you've taken care of you've taken care of business. Um, Minnesota's been tough for them this year, and Minnesota's playing good hockey. I I honestly I don't think they get a win. I think at I think they get a point at best. Uh, I actually like Minnesota in this matchup, being that it's in Minnesota and it's playoff atmosphere game. Uh, I just don't think today is the day for the Blues. Actually, they're playing in St. Louis. Does that change? Oh, they are mind? playing in St. Louis. I read it wrong. Yeah, and that does change my mind. Yes, I read the. I read it backwards. My bad. Yes, in St. Louis, absolutely. I think the Blues get their point. I, uh, I, I think they get their points. I think they win. Yeah, I take St. Louis as well. They're they are another one of these teams getting hot at the right time and playing really, really good hockey and. And Minnesota's still, I think the Wild are still trying to figure out, they're trying to settle who's going to be the goalie. Like, Fleury played the other night against Dallas and got the win, although he kind of left led in a, a softie. But, uh, you know, I there, this is just kind of the, the warm-up. This is like a free hockey before the playoff series because this is a series that's going to happen. We just don't know who's going to have home ice yet because they are in a dead heat right now. Right. So this is a huge game, not just for... St. Louis to clinch a playoff berth, but to kind of establish, you know, who's going to have the advantage going into this series. And, and, and it's some free scouting as well. I mean, they know each other so well anyway, but like Kyle and I were saying last week, this is the series that is probably going to be the best one of the first round between two teams who are tremendously evenly matched. And yes. I, I think St. Louis gets the win and clinches. And maybe sets a little bit, you know, maybe it's just like a little mental edge that they get. And that might be all that they need to beat Minnesota. Well, and historically, so I was listening to, I've been, I've been upping my sports podcast quotient uh, with baseball season starting because baseball is such a day-to-day sport. That Cardinals it, like, look it's, good, man. Cardinals look good. They didn't look good yesterday. They lost to the Brewers, man. It happens. Offense didn't show up. What's that? It's 162 games that happens. It is. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like offense looked good at home. Um, people keep talking about Albert Pujols looking good, but he's you know a hundred years old. So let's like let's let him play a season real quick before we before we anoint him as, as you know good to go. Um, the Blues though historically have had the the Minnesota Wilds number in the last few seasons, and so uh, on that, it seems like Craig Berube's got them in the right place. It looks like he's got them motivated in the right way. The, the real question is going to be, is going to be goaltending is Bennington really turning it on or is he just riding a, a decent run? He's been a hot goalie before he knows how to ride that streak. 
And that's what you need if you're going to head into the playoffs and, and you know, get in and then, and then clinch. So I, I guess more, more to come and, and we'll, we'll see, but it's an exciting. So this Saturday fans, you, you, this is a great time for hockey. 12 of the 14 games that are playing on Saturday have playoff implications in some way, shape or form. That's good for the sport. That's good for the fan bases. Because you're going to games that still matter. And if there's one thing that drives me nuts about like the NFL and to some extent the NBA, though with their expanded play-in system and, and even baseball, you get to a point with a lot of franchises where you're you're playing for nothing. And so when you, when there's that argument about what's what's the better route to go for a professional sports league is it or teams having the opportunity to get in thus kind of watering down the playoffs or do you make it so elite and exclusive that the rich get richer and nobody's really playing for anything in the last month of the season i kind of like option a i i you know like i know like talking and i know we don't talk nba much on here but I like the play in. I like the notion of the play in because, you know, you get it, it's and it's not you've got to earn it. All you're giving these teams is here. You have an opportunity to earn it. We're going to expand the field of teams that have a shot at earning it. Right. But you look at Atlanta and, and New Orleans. They both had to win two games, had to win the second one yep. on the road to get and for all that, you get a number eight seed to just, you get annihilate. Although Atlanta will not be an easy out for the Miami Heat. Uh, you know, New Orleans against sure. Phoenix, different story. But I, I like the idea of, you know, baseball. I think they're expanding this year uh, a little bit as well because the CBA expanded the playoff field. But you still got to earn it. You know, like, you know, the Nationals run to the title was all begun with that great game against Milwaukee where they earned that wild card win and, and got beyond that. So I'm. I like the notion of having more teams with at least an opportunity, not that you're just giving them a free pass to get in, but that you're giving teams an opportunity to earn your way in Um, hockey. I don't see the need to change it because you've got, you know, you got the top eight and, and I don't think hockey needs to go. I mean, maybe you could do like a play in scenario with the NHL if you really wanted to mess with it, but I don't know with hockey. It's a little different. Because no, yeah, I th- because that I think it makes sense. Yeah, because road teams win so often that you know, like stuff right. like you saw last night with Atlanta and New Orleans, all that happens all the time in hockey. And in a one game situation, oh, so. who knows? But yeah, I, I I'm with you, man. I like the idea of more teams with at least a shot to qualify. Right, and it keeps it keeps your fans invested. It keeps them pumping money into your professional sports league. All right. That's going to do it for playoff implications, standings, where things are going. Dave and I are going to take our second commercial break and then talk a little bit about Mike Bossy. Before we go to our recorded commercial, though, it is my duty to remind you that if you like what we do here on the Chair Shot Radio Network, if you like hockey talk, if you like wrestling talk, if you like pop culture talk, and you want to support us and keep us on the interweb airwaves, head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and invest in one of our many chair shot shirts. I am sporting one today, sporting the bandwagon nerd shirt, the other show that Dave and I do every single week with a whole cast of others. There are plenty of other options to choose from though. Everything from sayings from the shows like hashtag save tag team wrestling and everybody hates Craig 
to the to the chair shot logos to I guess the the shirt we're pushing these days the nefarious means shirt so all kinds of good stuff out there shirts are only nineteen ninety nine but if you want to spend a few dollars more you can spend you can do that get it soft style it feels great on your giblets make you feel nice and cozy that's what I got here with the bandwagon nerd shirt and it's just making me feel all warm and tingly inside again prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot when we come back Mike Bossy. You're listening to ChairShot Radio Hockey Talk here on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code ChairShot. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code ChairShot to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. All right. Welcome back, everyone. So, Dave, you had sent me this link uh, on Friday, I think, via text. Mike Bossy, former New York Islander, passed away at the age of 65. Now, this wasn't a shocking death uh, because he had been diagnosed with lung cancer and it announced that in October. It was definitely more of a uh, more of a announcement of my time is limited and he was remembered by a lot of folks um, as a, as a scorer and that that's really what he he was known as as a deadly deadly scorer and it, it's it's just it's it's one of those things i was looking at this this team right and this article that i came across on nhl.com being being remembered uh, as part of those Islanders teams to win four straight playoffs and and it's really kind of sad to follow as they've had to say goodbye this year alone to Clark uh, Clark Gillies died at 67 after a battle of cancer John Potvin who died from a lengthy non-COVID related illness now he was 72 this past March and. It's kind of like it's been a tough year for those championship teams. He was, you know, to talk about Bossy specifically, he was the number 15 pick in the 77 NHL draft, scored at least 50 goals in each of his first nine NHL seasons, including 53 in 77, 78 when he won the Calder Trophy and was voted the league's rookie of the year. Scored who scored 1126 points. And was really balanced in his in his points. 573 goals, 553 assists, and 752 regular season games before back injuries ended his career after 10 seasons. Um, it's just sad. It's sad to, to lose him at such what I would argue is a pretty young age. Uh, and, really, you know, it's weird as I sit here as a 43-year-old being like, I was only 22 years older than me. But like he's only 22 years older than me, and so it's it's sad, gone, gone too soon. Your thoughts on uh, on Bossy? He's uh, only 12 years older than me, so uh, yeah. Um, so like for me, Mike Bossy, and you probably too young to remember it, but uh, yes. you know I remember those island when I first started watching hockey. Um, it was at the tail end of Montreal's last great dynasty, like they had won four in a row, and then the Islanders took over and those Islanders teams that won four Stanley cups in a row were absolutely dominant. And, and I mean, just great 
teams and and when the caps were still they were still really bad but getting better and just kind of getting to the point where they could i think one of the times that they first time they qualified for the playoffs they played one of those islander teams on the way to their cup victory uh bossy was just one of those guys who was just like hit, hit guys like him and gila fleur guys i remember really really well from back then it's just deadly dynamic scorers and and those islanders teams were so so dominant for so long uh, you know you're talking a team that they they set back like when the oilers first came in with, with a very young wayne gretzky the islanders thumped them that first year and then the oilers finally started their dynasty the next year but uh bossy was every bit the scorer that gretzky was or anybody else who was so good at that time uh just a great all-around player yeah 50 goals nine times in his first 10 seasons you know, even Ovechkin doesn't even Ovechkin doesn't pull off shit like that. So it's um yeah, it's it's a big loss. You know, sixty five is awfully young. Um, but yeah, as far as his his play as a as a player, he's one of the best of all time. So he'll be missed for sure. Um, just another piece of that Islanders dynasty that kind of chips away now. Yeah, it's it's really, really kind of sad to to follow. And, you know, unfortunately, cancer's a tough pitch, man. It really is. And it's, you know, everybody's lives are affected by cancer in some way, shape or form. And you're right. I'm too young to remember, uh, remember those teams, uh, remember him as a scorer. By the time he retired in 88, I was 10. I was just really learning about hockey uh, and didn't actually really start following the game closely until I was in my teens in the early 90s. So, uh he was something. all of that is to say though. Yeah. It's, it, he was, he was phenomenal and the numbers don't lie. So, you know, we're going to raise our glasses here for a second and wish, you know, happy trails to one, a bossy. All right. And on that note, that is going to do it on an abbreviated second half of chair shot radio hockey talk. Cause I want to make sure Dave can get out and hit the links in plenty of time. And I got more recording to do as I have been working on uh, some more five-by-fives, Dave. And you you know this, that you alluded to it earlier in the day. Um, hoping to be able to put some of these out on the network a little more frequently outside of when you're unable to do chair shot radio. So, I got an idea for another one. Oh, yeah? What'd you come up with? So I know we talked about best and worst sports rivalries, but how about this? But this one would require research on our part. We couldn't, we'd have to actually, this would be like your thing with Aesop that you got coming up. Uh, but oh God, <laughs> the best and worst crossover events or, or mega events in comics, not movies, but in comics. Oh, I can I get you. Probably. I think we could do that one. I've got a couple of um since we're on the sports podcast. I absolutely think that's a doable topic and, and there's that's fertile ground there. Um for me, a couple of one of the sports related ones, I want to do one where we pick on baseball, basketball, and football's Hall of Fames, and we do most underrated and overrated Hall of Famers. Basically, those people who are in the Hall of Fame that are really should be in the Hall of Very Good, and those people who low-key absolutely deserve to be in the hall of fame that people would be like, really? Uh, I think that's a fun five by five. Day like to put the out there WWE well. hall of fame, top five people who shouldn't be there and top five. who See, aren't. I don't, I don't really want to touch the WWE hall of fame. Oddly enough. It's, it's because of, because of the way it's decided. It's low hanging. Uh, 
because well because the company is the company right like the company decides who their hall of famers are baseball baseball in particular like the way the baseball hall of fame is determined by writers who don't play the game who i get it once upon a time were kind of considered like stewards of the game uh i think that, that they're some of the worst uh right up there with and just some of the way that they look at things and this old school mentality because it's still a lot of old guard that are voting that, that, that seem they seem to have this like misguided notion of protecting the integrity of the game. And I love using steroids as the example because yeah. they act all sanctimonious as if they weren't celebrating the shit out of Maguire and Sosa mm -hmm. back when they were hitting home it, runs left and right. It, and then now they're acting like they tainted the game. Their Fuck system that. is broken. They're the, the major right. league baseball hall of fame is broken because you look Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. They all deserve to be in the hall. I, I mean, if they were yeah. using so you still got to hit the fucking thing. You know, that's what I always come right. back to the bet. They were the best of their era is in. And if it, if it's the steroid era, it's the steroid era, but they were the best of that era. And it's not like they had some unfair advantage when it was widely known. Everybody was doing something. So steroids, don't you make know, it I actually to hit a hundred mile per hour fastball. It doesn't. I'll tell you what, um, I'll tell you which hall of fame selection process I like, because it just feels so exclusive is the pro football hall of fame. Uh, yeah. I love the way that the Pro Football Hall of Fame does it. And I also love the way that they they inform people that they're in, like that you're in a hotel room hoping you get a visit. Like that's that's some fun shit. So that's a that's a conversation for a different podcast. Dave, before we head out of here, tell everybody where they can find you on the Chair Shot Radio Network. You can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag and on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can catch Dave and I on the Chairshot Radio Network every Monday and Tuesday. On Monday, you'll catch us doing Bandwagon Nerds. Tuesday, you're obviously listening to us because you're catching us on Hockey Talk. I'm also on Wednesday with Greg DeMarco and Miranda Morales talking wrestling. It's my one day of the week where I really talk wrestling. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's edition of Hockey Talk. The playoffs are coming. You're going to get more Kyle Moores as we get into the playoff race. I guarantee you. I'm psyched. Dave's psyched. And we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Hockey Talk on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.